it's another day and another terrible offensive performance. The Halos lost, and John and I are going to talk you through it. We don't have degrees in therapy, but we're going to walk you through this therapeutic session here on Locked on Angels. And as we talk about that, we're also going to ask the question, is Otani and Trout going to be traded? We'll tell you what's going to happen. You're Locked on with Mike and John, and this is Locked on Angels. You are Locked on Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. If you're listening on the audio side, you can rate and review the pod. It helps other people to find it. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can subscribe and click the bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Well, in the words of the famous thinker, poet, Beck, Soy un perdedor, I'm a loser baby. So why don't you kill me? What's going on, everybody? It's John from Locked On Angels and my brother, Mike. We are the Super Halo Bros and the host of Locked On Angels. My name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and I know why you're my brother, because that was the song that was playing in my head before we actually started this show. I just don't speak very good Spanish, so I'm glad that you covered that, and I didn't, because that's what it feels like, right? It just feels like we get one really great win... And then we fall apart in the very next game. We can score all of these runs in one game, and we can't score any runs in the next game. It's really hard to watch. We spent all of our runs yesterday. We should have saved some for the game <laughs> yeah. on Monday, but they used them we all up on Sunday. We only needed two yesterday. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Listen, the Angels lose this one 7 to nothing. It was 1 to nothing heading into the seventh inning. And, Mike, I got to yep. say that... Something bad is going on with the Angels pitching because those first two games in Atlanta, they lost it, what, 7 to 1 and then 9 to 1, something like that. And now yeah, here we are like losing 7 to 9 to 1, yeah. Here we are losing 7 to nothing now, and so we just can't seem to put it all together on the same day when it comes to good pitching and good hitting and actually scoring with runners in scoring position. These guys cannot deliver. They are not UPS. They are not FedEx because they can't <laughs> no. deliver with runs in scoring position. How many times did Jared Walsh have to hit a double? Shohei legs out a double after fouling one off of his thigh, and he still gets a double. And we just can't get these guys home. And I just don't know what else to say other than it's just a bad, bad showing. They had Granke on the mound, a former angel. Yeah, for like a hot minute. He's back with Kansas City this season. He has a 12% strikeout rate, and he struck out five in five innings. <laughs> so, yeah, translation, that's that's not good, but the Angels made him look good. That's what Johnny's saying right. there. <laughs> <laughs> Noah Syndergaard was good. Speaking of good, he was. five and two-thirds, one run, six Ks, lowered his ERA, and Woo! still took the loss. So yeah. it's just one of those days where you think, hey, these guys put it all together on Sunday. Maybe they can take that momentum into a Kansas City Royals series. Where right. the last time out, Shohei struck out 13 against the Royals. I was there for that one, and it was a yep. great game to be part of. And they also lost that series. They did salvage the the last game of the series, which seems to be the Angels' trend. Lose the first two and win the last one and say, well, we're still here. But yeah. if you can't tell, I'm a little frustrated from this game. Right. <laughs> Are you? Are you a little frustrated, Johnny? Hey, listen. I... I... I don't know. The, the the Royals are terrible. What is there to say? And, right. <laughs> That's it the for Royals segment are one, terrible, everybody. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And here we are with a we had a better record. We still have a better record than the Royals. We have more wins than the Royals, but we just looked like the worst team out there. They looked a whole lot better than we did. And the thing that was really kind of eye-opening for me this th- watching this game was was just how I, 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 I want to be gentle and kind here, don't, but I, I don't just, hold that. They, they just didn't feel like they they cared. Like it yeah, just didn't feel like they cared. And 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 I love Joe Adele. I, I I I'm glad he's up, and I want to see him do well. But Joe Adele reminds me of that guy in high school, right? That he's he's coming out to play all the games. He thinks he's really good at it, but then everything that goes wrong happens to him, right? Like the, the foul ball. Luckily, it was a foul ball right. in in left field. Like Joe Adele gets his cleat stuck in the wall right and then when he hits he swings and he hits the ball and he's running out of the bat out of the batter's box the bat hits the ball right right? it just seems like the ball plinkos off of him like that price is right right game it (laughs) it just seems like everything happens to him and and he's the guy who he's he's talented he's he's got it but there's a there's a big gap between him and marsh and the really big gap between him and mike trout and and you can just see like he there's something about it maybe he's pressing too hard or he's he's I don't know what it is John but it, but the whole team feels like what could go wrong can go wrong and everything went wrong last night and Walshy even you know looked just exasperated as he was running mm-hmm. off the the field and Austin Warren looked exasperated as he was running off the field and so I I I can't I feel bad for these guys but it just it just we need to like simulate the season to the end <laughs> that was and a great start line, fresh by the way. <laughs> next year, right? Goodness. Yeah, you had Walsh at second with no outs. He gets uh, thrown out at third, which on review was was turned over. You had yeah, uh, they can't even they can't even bun him over. <laughs> I know, I know. They had Taylor Ward up with the bases loaded, and he flew out and puts a ba- the expected batting average on something like that's like always like a thousand, and he puts yeah. you know the barrel of the bat on it, and you know fly out casual fly out. Yeah, they can't. He even- said before the game too that he feels really locked in. I'm like, man, then I don't know what you're seeing that we're not seeing, right? <laughs> yeah, no kidding, no kidding. So just really tough to watch this team, and really tough to watch the game get away. I mean, you think one nothing, you think, oh, we're still in it, but even one yeah. nothing feels like seven nothing, which is what it right. eventually ended up. They got being. a battle for that one run. I know. Yeah. And and there's no reason to do that. There's no reason these guys can't manufacture runs. And I don't know why we have a winning game where we do stuff like that. And then the next day it all falls out of their brain and they forget all the good yeah. things that they did the day yeah. before. And I just can't quite why is there no continuity from game to game? That's what's missing with That's this a good team. question. Like, why is there yeah. not? Why can't you take what worked yesterday and apply it to the game today? Why don't they do that? I'm not quite sure what's going on with this team. It, they just seem lost. They have no manager. They have no direction. They have no idea if they're going to be buyers or sellers. They have no idea what they're going to do at the yeah. trade deadline, and they have no idea when Mike Trout's going to come back. They. <laughs> They have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then with Zach Granke on the mound, he's grooving 88 mile an hour fastballs down the middle. And you would, I'm thinking about Aaron Judge with the Yankees, right? He would have crushed those punished, pitches. punished, and, and and the Angels at the beginning of the year would have done the same thing, yeah. John. And they just they missed it. Even Shohei missed it. And you know how when you get done with an at bat and you go and you look at the iPad, can we just give that to the umpires as well? Because that low and away strike. <laughs> was called a strike and it wasn't 
for the entire game, and I know that that's not the reason why the Angels lost, but they did have to expand the zone, and right. Gubiza talked about that because Shohei swung at a couple of pitches out there. I think the umps need to go back and look and say, how did I do last inning? And go, oh man, I, I sucked last inning. Yeah. Let me let me fix that. No let me clean that up because it's just it's hard to watch, and then on top of that, it just feels like nothing is going our way. And shout out to Patio and Gubiza and Carlin and the whole team because they're they're grabbing at things to be positive. Mm-hmm. Carla did, did a whole thing and like about the fountain in the outfield, right? <laughs> like, great. I mean, it, the whole the whole game they were really positive, but it, I, I I gotta I gotta think that if they're fans, which I believe that they are, they're as frustrated as we are. Maybe Jeff Fletcher's onto something. Like he doesn't root for the team; he just <laughs> writes about the team. But that's hard to do because we love the Angels and we can't turn the love off, right? Right. Yeah. When you when you expand the zone on Shohei Otani as an umpire. That's what causes him to swing out of the zone like that. And then you saw what happened. He swung at that pitch low and away, and he hit it, but it was a pop-up. And you totally changed the trajectory of an at-bat when you force guys to swing at junk because you're calling junk. So I have all the sympathy in the world for Shohei because it's not fair. It's just, it's ridiculous. Bring on the robo-umps, man. I'm tired of these bad calls and these bad zones and causing guys to swing outside the zone because an umpire is blind and can't pass a driver's test, but he can be an MLB umpire. <laughs> I mean, good grief. I bet you if you researched it, these guys couldn't pass the eye test at the at the optometrist. It's insane. Yeah. Well, today's game, Jose Suarez against Angel Zerpa, and uh, the, the Halos need to get this game if they're going to try to win the series because that's what they need to do. They need to win the series, mm-hmm. but they put themselves in really terrible positions. Now they got to win two in a row, which they haven't done, and I can't remember when. And so <laughs> no th- this is going to be a tough game. And with Suarez on the mound, you never know what you're going to get. You could get the guy who was really strong and dominant, or you could get the guy that only goes three or four innings. Still think he needs an opener. It. I still think he should have an opener because that's what they I think did. That's great. They did that on purpose to brawl with the Mariners, but then Suarez came in and pitched to the seventh or something like that against yeah. the M's and, and did a great job. So still think that Jose Suarez needs an opener, but the Angels are not going to roll with that. Um, guys, they need to tune into the show. They need to listen and let Mike <laughs> and I manage because at this point, who cares? Like, <laughs> let us let us take the reins for a change. We're coming up on Lockdown Angels. Since we are a terrible team, we're going to ask the question, are, are we going to trade? Shohei? And we don't think that the question is as simple as that. And the answers aren't that simple at all either. So we're going to explain all of that coming up. But first, Lockdown Angels is brought to you by BlueNile.com. You can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating custom engagement ring of her dreams to a classic and timeless jewelry piece, all at prices that you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Blue Nile has simple tools that will help you to choose the diamond shape and size and clarity, as well as the setting style. Blue Nile's bench jewelers will uh, then handcraft her perfect engagement ring, and each ring is one of a kind. And if you're having trouble choosing... Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7 available via phone or chat to help you find a memorable gift at your budget. And if it's not perfect, no problem. 100% satisfaction guarantee. And right now, Blue Nile's celebrating their anniversary. You can save up to 40% on fine classic jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Plus, every order is insured, it ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. You can shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to BlueNile.com today.
We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And now we want you to listen up to this conversation because it's one that everyone is happening, having, having right now as the trade deadline approaches. I'm all the clips. This Royals game, it got me all upset. <laughs> uh, this is the conversation that everybody is ha- having right now. I almost did it again. Uh, Otani <laughs> being traded, being moved before the yep. deadline. We saw yep. the report. Teams have checked in on Otani. Now, to be fair, teams check in on every player from every team just to see, right. you know, to test the waters and see what's out there. They've checked in on Trout. I'm sure they've checked in on some of the other Angels. I couldn't name them because I wouldn't want them right now. Right. But, <laughs> At this point. <laughs> but they have no plans to move Otani, and the Angels have no plans to trade him. They did say, Ken Rosenthal reported, that they would want major league talent, which means the good guys on your team. But the question there is, will a team dismantle their own team to get Otani, especially if they're a contender and they have contending pieces on the team? So I think there's a fine balance of finding that middle ground. You look at a team like the Orioles, who certainly have some players who could come over to the Angels and make an instant impact, but then then you have the same problem in Baltimore. You have Otani and the Orioles with no support, no, no nothing behind him. Agreed, so, yeah. Yeah, what do you think, Mike? No plans to move Otani. Good move, bad move. What do you think? Okay, I'm going to take a, a position here, and, and I'd love to get your thoughts. I actually think it's a good move, and okay. I think that it's a good move because I think the Angels need to re-sign this guy and give him the money that he deserves, and here's why. We haven't had an ace on this staff since maybe Jared Weaver. There's your reference. Bing. And and I, I think that what Shohei brings to us is an ace, and he has mm-hmm. proven this year why he is so needed on this team mm-hmm. because we win almost every one of his starts, and he helped break the losing streak, and he helped break the second losing streak, which wasn't as long, but he broke that one as well. And he's the ace of this staff, mm-hmm. and we need an ace. And we also need a really good designated hitter and I like having somebody that we can slot into that position think Edgar Martinez Mm -hmm. think David Ortiz right and I like having him in that DH slot because his left-handed bat is great for our lineup and you never know when Shohei's gonna go off and his offensive numbers last year were better than this year but this year he's been pretty consistent and so I think that it's a good move and they should re-sign him and give him all the money because what's gonna happen is we're gonna need to find an ace and we're going to have to pay that ace 20 plus million dollars and then we're going to need to find another hitter and we're going to have to pay that hitter 20 plus million dollars mm-hmm. and i think with shohei he actually is the best the best of both worlds mm-hmm. and so i think we should re-sign him i don't think we should trade him i don't think it's feasible for other teams to do that and i would love for this guy to stay on the team and there's there's a few reasons why johnny but one of the major reasons why is because he's the michael jordan of major league baseball mm-hmm. right now Eyes are on the Angels. Now, we may not want the Angels to be seen because they're so terrible, right? (laughs) But eyes are on the Angels. Here's some stats. Ratings from MLB games on Japanese television are up 400, Hmm. 400% since Shohei came to the U.S. Wow. There's $20 million in endorsements before taxes and fees in 2022. That's three times more than last year. He's the fourth 
most followed MLB star on Instagram because that really matters, right? And so, <laughs> and, and here's the thing. Shohei is making $5.5 million this season. Yeah. And for next year, he'll be up for arbitration. So that'll be interesting to see unless they sign him. It'll be interesting to see what they give him. And so I think that they should re-sign him. And I am over the conversation about, well, you can't have Trout and Rendon and Otani making all of this money on the team because it shows that the rest of the team can't be really, really great. I actually disagree after reading those numbers mm-hmm. because what we find there is that there is a whole lot of money that the Angels are making. Oh, yeah. And and what Artie is saying when he says, I don't want to go over the luxury tax, what he's saying is this. I don't want to spend the money. Right. 100%. I don't want to give up the money. And, and I think Artie needs to look to his friends in Los Angeles, just down the five freeway, the Dodgers. They go over the luxury tax all of the time mm-hmm. because they can afford it because they own their own network. Well, Shohei is like owning your own network. Yeah. And so you you have so much money coming in. Artie needs to spend that money. This team could be a whole lot better. That's why I don't think we should trade Shohei. We're never going to replace him. He's There's never going to be somebody like him. Yeah. And so we need to pay him and then we need to surround him with really great players. And we have the money to do this. So let's stop the conversation about, well, we can't have three guys making this much money. Yes, we absolutely we can. can. <laughs> Dodgers are proving that. Yankees have proven it in the past. Mets are doing it. And this, the, yeah, this these stats, these numbers, the, this money tells us that we can actually do that. Okay? Rant over. Give me your thoughts. <laughs> Rant over. Well done, sir. Listen, you're exactly right. Artie doesn't want to spend the money. One thing I was encouraged by, and I hope that Everyone who's a fan of Locked On Angels who has voiced their displeasure of Artie Marino and the way that he has run this team, I was encouraged by the fact that the article that came out on Monday about this Otani situation, I believe it was Ken Rosenthal at The Athletic, he kind of elaborated more on what he said earlier about the Angels and what they would want in return for Otani. He said Artie is feeling the ire of the fans. He knows that the fans are mad at him, which at this point, we had no idea if that was the case because he's not on social media. He doesn't make appearances. He doesn't talk to anybody. He only shows up when there's a signing happening, and and that's about (laughs) it. And so we have no idea if the message is getting through to Artie, but somebody close to him did tell The Athletic that he knows that he's drawn the ire of Angels fans. I think, obviously, he should know that, but the fact is... The message is getting to him. And so if you are displeased with the way that he has ran this team, that he has not spent money in the right directions, your voices are being heard. And I think that if we keep up that narrative of we're frustrated, we want to see him spend the money, we need to go over the luxury tax, you got to put a winning team around Trout and Otani. What what frustrates me the most is – you give Trout the big long extension, and we'll talk about Trout in a minute. And then you bring in, you know, you bring in Otani to become a winning team, and then you don't put any supporting cast around them, and it's just ridiculous. And and a lot of people will say, "Oh, the Angels, what a bum, what a bum organization." And I don't have a defense for it anymore. Yeah, and I don't, I don't feel either. like defending it anymore because right. it sucks. And I kind of am glad that there is ire drawn toward. The organization, not obviously not the people involved. We love the players on the team. We love the staff. We like the announcers that we have. 
but the way that the organization has been ran and their lack of effort in putting a winning team on the field is so clear and so on display. And to tank the way that they have this disastrous tank from the beginning of the season, it's embarrassing. And I'm glad it's embarrassing. And it needs to be embarrassing. So when it comes to Otani, back up the Brinks truck. I drove by one today on my way home from Starbucks. (laughs) And I was like, I hope that's going to Otani's house because... They, they should be backing up that Brinks truck. And like you said, you're going to pay that money for two players anyway. It might as well go to the guy who is worth two players and is a generational superstar and is bringing you in all this revenue. Use that revenue to put a winning team around the guy who wants to win and wants to go to the World Series. And that's not just Otani, but also Mike Trout. Both of those guys deserve much better than what they've been getting with this team. Uh, listen, Locked On Angel listeners, Johnny had the greatest response to our Locked On hosts. We have this this Twitter thread where we talk in the host thread, and some of the hosts were actually going off on the Angels. And John just responded with, "Listen, hooligans, you shut your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> it was just it was just the perfect response. So you should be proud of Johnny. <laughs> hey, Locked On Angels is brought to you by the Sports Card Investor app. Welcome to the world of sports card reimagined. With this free app, you can pull out all those old cards from your childhood and you can see how much they are worth today. There's never been a better time to start collecting cards of all your favorite players. For us, it is Mike Trout and Shohei Otani and Jared Weaver and Tim Salmon. And with the free Sports Card Investor app, you can see the latest values and find great deals to build a one-of-a-kind card collection. You can easily browse over 630,000 cards from every sport with hundreds more added each day. And it's not just for baseball. Again, again, it includes every sport, including Marvel cards. So get that Iron Man card out. Get that Captain America card out. You can find the best prices by directly through the app with their eBay deals feature. The Sports Card Investor app is the hobby's most powerful resource. You can download it right now for free today from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store or go to sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on. You know, there's another conversation that I'm tired of having, like you mentioned, Mike, about <laughs> will will the Angels spend the money and they don't have enough room to spend money on players under a certain amount, and that is, will the Angels ever trade Mike Trout? And so we're yeah. asking the hypothetical question because it's going to lead to a conversation about whether they actually would and should and could That sort of thing. So if that were to happen, here's what would need to be done if Mike Trout were to be traded. First of all, he'd have to say yes. He's got a full no-trade clause that's built into his contract, so Mike would have to approve the trade. Now, if he did say yes, what is there to get for Mike Trout? You had some thoughts on that. What would you think? Yeah, I really like what you know, the Angels have said about Shohei, and you've actually affirmed this as well. I think the Angels need to get Major League Ready players, and I think Trout could actually get you three Major League Ready players. And I'm thinking maybe like a shortstop and two pitchers. Mm. And, and and guys that are young that have shown that they're actually going to be really, really great. And mm-hmm. so when I say Major League Ready, maybe somebody that's on the Major League roster, or perhaps somebody that's in AAA, AA, that's ready to 
come up. But mm. I agree with you. I think that Trout is going to have to say yes. Obviously, his contract is one where he has to agree to that. But I don't know if Trout would even say yes, Johnny. I don't, I don't think know he, if would he would either. I don't, I don't think he would want to be traded. I don't think he wants to take his family out of this area. And I think he really enjoys the the Angels organization. And, and so I, I don't think it'll happen. But if it does happen, I think that the Angels could ask for something like three major league ready players. What do you think? I think he could get more, honestly. I think it's okay. almost like another Otani situation. But here's the thing. We talk about trading Trout or trading Otani because they can't win with both of them on the team because we have no farm system. We don't have this. We don't have that. But the problem is we don't spend money. We don't spend money on development for our minor leaguers. We don't put that money behind the machine of cranking out strong guys. You look, I hate, I hate bragging about the fact that the Dodgers have a great farm system, but they, but here's the facts. They put the money behind it and they create talent. They're pumping out so many new guys every single day, right? That's the thing is the, the proof is in the pudding. When you put money behind your minor league system and development and spend the money on that, which, you know, the angels could be doing, especially with Perry Manassian in charge. But the fact is we keep having this conversation of, Oh, we got to trade trout. We got to trade Otani. We got to replenish the farm system because we're not winning with them on the team. That's not the only option here. And it's what we just talked about. It's getting Artie Marino to spend money on players and having long-term deals put in place, not a one-year deal for this guy and trying out Michael Lorenzen, who has turned into a decent starter. But that's a risk, and we got to stop going with risky guys. I like Noah Syndergaard. He's gotten better as the season's gone on, and he's two years removed from Tommy John surgery. Still a risk, still something that we weren't sure was going to work out. The guy could have pitched one inning and his arm could have fallen off again, and then you're on the (laughs) hook for $21 million because he wasn't fully healed. Like They took that risk. Stop taking risks. Stop talking about trading Trout and trading Otani. Artie just needs to, like I said, back up the Brinks truck and pay for some players, pay for some major league talent. Don't be afraid to trade some pieces that are good in the minor leagues to bring in some guys that could net you a profit, net you a good position player, that sort of thing. So I I guess I'm just frustrated with the conversation of trade Trout, trade Otani, da-da-da-da-da. It's the same thing as we don't have enough money to pay more players. We do, and we always have, and we should. Right. And I think you make a really great point just to affirm what the Dodgers have been able to do. You know, Jordan Alvarez came from the Dodgers right? organization and he was a guy that they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll trade him for this guy because we needed an arm in our bullpen. And Jordan wasn't even really like somebody that they looked at as one of their great minor league guys. It was like, mm, yeah, this guy. And they sent him over and look what he has become. Right. He has become incredible. And so I'm with you. I think that we, we think that these trades of Trout and Otani are going to solve our problems. I don't think that they will. I mean, we can talk through all of what we possibly could get. Like, I don't know if you saw this comment from our friend Danny. He watches on YouTube. I did. He said, hey, what do you guys think about Bellinger, uh, Urias, Urias, and Diego Diego Cartaya? Uh, yeah. Diego is a minor league guy, and he's a catcher. And he said, for Trout and Velasquez. And, and I, I, I like it. I, I like Diego, and I like uh, Urias. I, I don't know if I like Bellinger no. or not, but um, I think that well, I think we could probably get one more player there. And what I what I see in this is just fans going, let let's figure this out. Let's mm-hmm. do something that actually can get some good players on our team. Because really, what these questions are all about is 
We just lack the really good players on our team that yeah. can carry us yeah. when moments like Trout is hurt or uh, Rendon is hurt, where we, we can actually replace them with somebody that comes up and actually can perform right. and do really well. Which, by the way, I don't know why Stefanik is not in the lineup all of the time and Renifo <laughs> is playing short. Like That needs to happen all the time. Put Stefanik at second base and just let him swing away because yeah. the guy has proven to have a great bat. Yeah, Renifo's had a hot bat. He's 16-game hitting streak on the road so far, and and he can, he's perfectly capable at short. So I think you got to have Stefanik in there as well. So, yeah, just with this conversation about trading Trout, trading Otani... That's not the solution here. I think yeah. it really comes down to they got to stop being cheap. And this luxury tax threshold just doesn't seem to match the kind of caliber of pay that you have to give a good player these days. And people are going to go over that luxury tax all the time. The real problem here, Mike, is that there are teams unwilling to even sniff multi-million dollar deals. Like yeah. you look at the A's and how they're trading away all their best players because they don't want to pay the money for that. And not not to crap on the A's because I think the ownership is is terrible, but the fans are going through it as well. But just, right. just the fact that there are so many teams who are unwilling to spend money on talent, then the luxury tax threshold doesn't adjust. And I think that it needs to be adjusted. And I think that it needs to be something higher um, if there's going to be a penalty because – the, the the game of baseball has changed. Like it started yes. in the early 2010s. Like these guys are getting paid way more than they've ever been paid. A big deal. I mean, Albert's 10 year deal at 230, 220. I can't remember. That looks like pennies now for, I know, for that. And, yeah. and that's just the way the game has gone. And MLB has not adjusted to that. But at the same time, it's just, I really think the solution here is for Artie to put some money behind our development and to put some money behind players who can contribute to the team right now. All right. Big deep breath. Woo. We got that out. Uh, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the yes. day. <laughs> and now make your second listen to Locked On MLB Podcast with MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan, who, by the way, is a whole lot more fiery than we yeah, are. So, if you thought uh, we were fiery. <laughs> <laughs> hold on to your butts. Follow the number one league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, if you got any thoughts, any questions, any concerns, any uh, uh, anecdotes that you want to share with us, you can leave some comments on our YouTube page under the video. We love responding to comments there. Uh, Mike, somebody said that you were wearing a tank top like you lived in a sauna, but I said you just wanted to show off your tan from Hawaii. Both are correct. <laughs> <laughs> but you can follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Angels. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Super Halo Bros. And Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Was Anthony Rendon the key to the Angels' success? Ooh. John and I actually think so, and we'll tell you why tomorrow on Locked on Angels. Tell me why. I had to get that out. Ain't nothing. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until tomorrow's show, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. And we'll see you right back here for more Locked on Angels. Locked on Angels.